Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse McGrath. That's Fat Wabu. Some people call us Jabu. And this is Backwards Star Galactica, the show where we watch Battlestar Galactica for the first time, but backwards. And here we are, doing it again. I feel like, are you doing it long on purpose? Are you saying it, taking forever to say it on purpose? It wasn't long. That's a tight, it's like a tight 13 seconds. Oh my god, it should be It should be one. Do it in one. Why don't you, I'm not going to do, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to do this with you. We've been over this. We're in our, <laughs> this is our fucking third season of Battlestar together. I'm not doing it anymore. My intros <laughs> are good. If they weren't good, you would do them. But you won't. You never you let can't. me. You never give me a chance. Maybe, maybe, okay. maybe the whole time it should have been me in the intro. Good. Oh, that's what's the big the problem. Yeah. Why no. don't you tell that to the tell that to our many many listeners in Phoenix, Arizona? Ooh, huh? shouts to the Phoenix, Arizona listeners. Ooh, Y'all ooh. are the business. We appreciate the you. big PHX. You know I rep hard down in Phoenix. A lot of downloads in Phoenix, which brings us to the mm-hmm. title. Downloaded. See what I did Very that? good. Yeah, a little transition for you. Sometimes I, I gotta spice it up. Cool. <laughs> spice up my transitions. Um, before before you before you even get into characters, I have mm-hmm. to make a concession. Do you mean a confession? Was, concession. I was wrong. I was wrong about the planets. I'm man enough to admit that I was wrong about the planets. I didn't realize that that uh Tublord was on old Caprica and they went to new Caprica. That was my that was my whoopsie. And I apologize to the listeners not to you i would never but uh, i apologize to the listeners for being wrong for the first time on this here podcast you know you know i kind of forgot about that whole conversation <laughs> and i wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> so uh, that's cool yeah but i'm, I'm right. a man what of integrity so let me just you give know. you a quick hint i'm always right all right well hit us with some new characters because i know there's at least one we got two newbies uh, it's Tublord's posse. It's Tublord's little entourage. We got a redhead. With oh, Tublord. both of them were new. We got a other guy with Tublord. Yeah, who'd you? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Do you think you I thought him? only? I thought only middle guy was new. Only guy that's like nervous guy was new. What's interesting is that usually when we see a character for the first time, I would say I could I could count with pretty good accuracy. Like, oh, they're gonna they're die. gonna die because that's why. Well, they, and this, yeah. these guys they explode. don't die. Yeah, they do. Do they die? They definitely die in that building. No, I thought they got out of the building. I thought that was the whole point is that, oh, that Tublord is the only the one, one that, that doesn't in. Get... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But that's incredible that these that these guys who seem like they were built, not just because the way we're watching it has They're given like us like They're like his best friends. It was his double D and his uh, Ed boy to his Ed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's a deep pull. Nice <laughs> work, I guess. Huh? I really yeah. only barely made it out of that analogy, but yeah, yeah, we never see him again. They're like and they seem best built friends. to die. Like the one in the middle's like, uh, uh, why are we even doing this? Like he seems like nervous guy that fucks something up and dies in a mission, and it doesn't happen. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For shit list, I got two. I got. I mean, it was Prez for most of it. I know she doesn't end up killing the Bay-Bay, but... She does steal it, though, so... Yeah, she sucks. She steals a Bay-Bay, and then she... Uh, <laughs> there's a point where she's like... Guys is like, what, are we just going to throw it out of the airlock? She's like, I'll throw it out of the airlock if I want, which is... <laughs> yeah, she Come says on. if I want to toss a baby out an airlock, I would say so. Which is like, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Boy, that seems harsh, at the Little very buck. least. Um, and then the other shit list is... Um, you know, resident resident shit list, uh, shitty yep. doctor, who 
uh, he just has so many. He has so many good ones in this one. At one point, like Hilo's talking to talking to Sharon, who's in surgery, and he's like, "Everything's gonna be okay." And then he's like, "Like hell, it is," which is a crazy thing to say while you're operating on somebody. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And then, and then at one point, he he's talking about her like her reproductive system, and he goes, "Wanted uh, you guys wanted to appear human, but I see you didn't upgrade the plumbing." <sighs> yeah. Let me just ask you a quick question. For like, this mm-hmm. is like a little shit list checklist. Do you refer to a woman's reproductive system as nah. the plumbing? You're on the shit list. Are you? Do you do that? And you are a medical professional. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsies. And you should lose your license. Yeah. Um. So them's my shits. And then for leaderboard, uh, I got it's Caprica. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I found her very sympathetic in this episode. I think that her acting was pretty good. I thought it was cool that she didn't want to get put out of her misery that when the building explodes. She kind of wants to be human and see what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she bashes Lucy Lawless in the head with a big rock. And that shot is great. It's uh-huh. like a like a, a top no like a to, not a top down like a bottom. It's like angled up at Lucy Lawless, and she—it's almost like Pulp Fictiony. Like she's got the gun yeah. pointed at the camera, and she's like yeah. delivering a cool line. And then Caprica fucking peekaboos uh, from behind I liked her. This episode, I'll say, I uh, it wasn't it the, wasn't the bad. Cylons are just infinitely more interesting than the humans. Oh my goodness! And uh, it didn't take place on a ship. Those are like two, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. no no shitty humans and no ship stuff. I'm gonna like it. Yeah, that's it was, fair. We get Those to kind of like see, like from a firsthand account, like what it's like to get redownloaded. Yeah, and just just so we're so to contextualize any of this, because this was one of the we haven't had like sort of a high concept episode in a while, but this <laughs> one kind of hit the bells with it had like some timeline jumping, and we haven't and really had a an episode that really focuses on only one or two people in a while. Right. So this one is um, Hilo and. Not Boomer, uh, Athena. Athena. Yeah. Have their their babe. That's like kind of plot A or plot one A, um, and that babe is taken from them without them knowing, and they're instead told that it's dead. Uh-huh. And then while that's happening in Battlestar down on New Caprica, where we've learned that like the they bombed it and then are just continued to living there, which I don't, I don't understand. No, man, how. I don't get it. Wait, hold on. About that dead babe though. Who? What was the dead babe that they showed them? Was that just okay. another dead babe? Good question. Did they just have one? Here is... Do they just keep it there to show people? I think they just have one single dead baby, always. In order to trick parents when they lie? No, I think... I'll tell you what I think it actually was. Because uh, I thought the same thing. However, at the end of the episode, they give the live... Yeah. They give uh, that baby to a woman who lost her baby. I think that's her dead baby. Oh. Yeah. That's a real switcheroo, huh? Especially since, like, you had to find another preemie baby because it's a preemie, so it's like yeah. This I didn't. I didn't. That was uh, that was spooky. Yeah, it was spooky as hell. The other plot here is that for some reason Lucy Lawless needs to get uh, a th- Boomer to talk to. No, uh, yeah, Boomer to talk to Caprica Six. We also learned why she's called Caprica Six. It's because she was dope as fuck on Caprica, which is so boring. What a lame ass excuse. <laughs> Bo- yeah, very boring. It was like it was like Ronnie D saw in the horizon. Fuck, I'm about to have this same actress 
be on screen a lot <laughs> as different characters. How are we going to designate it? Oh, I know. Now she's Caprica 6. Yeah. Um, and they have to uh, talk it out because uh, Boomer is, like, kind of pissed about finding out that she's a Cylon. Yeah, she that, was, know, a, that was a wild opening. I didn't expect her to f- discover that she's a Cylon in this episode. I thought yeah. that was kind of, like, a known thing from the beginning. Yeah, especially since, like, it seems like Athena does know that she's a Cylon, and Boomer's well, that, whole shit happened yeah. on Battlestar. I don't know. So I'm, there, I don't, I'm not understanding it really at all, because let me just tell you, here's a question I have about Cylons. It seems like there was a point when all of them were all just living on a planet, Cylons and humans, but they didn't get along, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's only 12 models, are you telling me... How is it that nobody I don't, ever yeah. saw another model of, like, a it. tub lord? Or, yeah. like, he was on... Hold on. He was famous. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Wait. So all of he the other famous. tub lord models out there, no, no, no. like, but watching him on final... TV, weren't like, hey, that's me. No, I think the final five is, like, they're, like, the last of their kind. Like, the like the oh, final five, which was, like, Galen final and five. Yeah, 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 because they're the finals of their okay, of okay, their moves. fine. But so, still, how about all the the Capricas and the Lucy Lawlesses and the and the and no, the fancy agreed, boys? agreed, 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 agreed. I have no idea. I have no idea. Like one day, Fancy Boy wasn't on a bus, and then he was like, "Hey, there's me." <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, shit. Um, so so that all happens, and then the the B plot, which is an insane B plot, is Tublord's like, "We're gonna blow up this cafeteria with a bunch of Cylons in it." <laughs> and like, how did he know? I don't know. That there were only Cylons in the building, Tublord. What if there's other people? Tubby. And I love that. I love that. The dude that he's hanging with, his double D or whatever, uh, <laughs> is like, is like, I don't really see the point of this. They just come back. And he was like, yeah, but they'll <laughs> yeah. remember it. And yeah, it's like, no, oh, damn. It's so classic that, you... Tublord being a freak. Yeah. He's <laughs> it's a fucking worthless plan, which brings me to my shit list. Tublord. Yeah. I'll, I don't know how I forgot him. <laughs> Whack. And what sucks is we got no Galen in this episode. And you know I love action Galen. And instead yeah. we got action Tublord, which is punishment. But even like when Tublord see... is delivering regular dialogue, he's still in action Tublord mode. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> I he just seems like a guy who thinks he's very cool and he ain't shit. Ugh. Boy. So that's a big that's a big whiff for me, um, in terms of shit list. I and then I'm gonna go. I have a, a non-conventional okay. leaderboard, and I I uh, feel like maybe you didn't pick up on it because we haven't mentioned it yet. But so Tublord blows up this cafeteria while he's in the parking garage, and he is maybe 15 feet from the bomb, and it somehow doesn't kill him, but does level a building, which right. like. Yeah, what no. kind of 9-11 fucking inside job horseshit is that? It's outrageous. But did you happen to notice the car that he's propped up against? Uh, I saw it was like an old car. Oh, man. I, thought, I noted it because I thought it was interesting because it's like, that seems like a from our 40s or whatever. My guy, you got to go back just to just to see what I saw, which is the vanity license oh, no. plate on that car. What is it? Is... S E X Y M O M Sexy Mom, welcome to the leaderboard. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh no. Do you think that's Ronald D. Moore's real life car? Like, what the hell? <laughs> and also, it like it is only seven characters, so like somewhere out there there's probably a real sexy mom license plate, and damn, oh. what a fucking banger that is. Wait, 
I didn't notice that at all. I gotta look into this for a minute. Say he's something. like propped. He's propped up against this car, and so you. I saw like sexy and was like, "Whoa, did I catch that right?" And then it like pans out and it's. Oh, full. I'm looking at a freeze frame right now, baby. Sexy mom, hell yeah. Uh- <laughs> well, we got two sexy moms in this episode. Yeah. Hell yeah, we do. Oh, isn't that good? Yeah. So sexy I, mom. There's no like fun story behind it. No, I'm looking. It's oh, just well, like, don't don't ruin it. Uh, well, cool. Love sexy mom. I hope that was just like one of the crew members' cars. <laughs> the best thing about it, it's like an old car. Uh, the best thing about it is that it's in the show. <laughs> the <best laughs> yeah, that's leaderboard. That's that. That's permanent like, leaderboard for sure. Yeah, that lives on the leaderboard now. Sexy mom, mom. love Are that. Are you kidding me? Uh, I got no Looney Birds. Uh, I mean, you can give, you could argue that uh, Boomer gets Looney Bird for the opening scene where she's reborn and <laughs> oh, just like yeah. screaming and handcuffed to the sides of the tub. Now that was Boomer. That wasn't no, because no, it was yeah, because Athena's like giving birth this but whole episode. Wasn't those weren't those two different timelines? My brother. I have no idea, and it was throwing me way the fuck At off. At one point, it said, like, ten weeks ago. So I feel like everything on the ship was before, was after this. I feel like everything in the in the planet was a flashback. I you mean, since saying? we're... Wait. Since we're just... We're, we're kind of going out of order here. We're just digging into the plot, which I'm fine with. But, like, how about, how about that in her apartment, whether it be Boomer or Athena, doesn't super matter. There's a framed mm-hmm. picture of just Galen. What did you think about that? <laughs> oh, the boy, I definitely didn't see it. How are oh, you how are you catching all these little goodies and I'm, because, I'm not No, because Caprica No, they pick it up in conversation and show it like get, like full frame twice. I thought Just it was framed no, it was her photo. parents. Galen's not two two Asian people. Her photo of her parents that she throws and then there is a separate framed photo of Galen. Maybe it's Galen's house. Maybe they used to be together. <laughs> What wait? But what if there was only one photo, and what I thought was two different Asian people was you were just you were seeing it as a photo of Galen? It's like a Yanny Laurel oh. thing, like what color oh. is the dress? Sure, that's the new thing that's sweeping the internet. What's in this photo? And people are like, Boomer's mom, parents. I see an people Asian like, family. I see oh, Galen. I see. I see a kind of pudgy white guy. Oh, weird. <laughs> hey, you hear what I hear? I do. The sweet sound. Describe it to me. It's like. Hi. I don't wait. I don't think you hear what I hear. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Today's uh, episode is sponsored. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to listen to it. And you're gonna tell me what it is. Okay. Oh boy. Ready? You got a lot of like. Yeah, I, okay. I got some goofs. Ready? Mm-hmm. This is gonna sound bad when it, we're listening to it. When a, a listener is listening to it. Today's episode is sponsored to you by... Take a guess. I can't hear anything. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, well, they'll hear it. I just crunched it down big time. Welcome to the Girl Scout cookie episode, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is the season for G-Scout cooks. Cool. That was anticlimactic for me, but fuck yeah. One of my favorite things about Girl Scout cookies is that the season will just spring up on you. And you won't even know. Oh, man. Hell yeah. I never know. But sometimes you're driving. You see them posted up. You got to scr- slam on your brakes. Cause mm-hmm. a ten card pile up doesn't matter. Yep, doesn't matter. You better have cash. If not, guess where you're going? ATM. Yep, big time. One of the few things I'll go to an ATM for, like I'll go if I want to go to a bar that's cash only. Um, uh huh. 
And that's that's almost and it. And it's not except even for, a matter of like, I'll go to the ATM so I can get some cookies tomorrow. It's like, no, I'm driving to an no, ATM. No, I'm gonna go right now. And then I'm driving back to where I am now. Yeah. To get some cooks. And it it is nice that it sneaks up on you. It's almost like Shark Week in that sense to me. Like I couldn't. Oh yeah, it's here. Tell you the season Shark Week happens, but when it's here, oh baby, it's here. I am. Yeah. Fully on board. Um. So it is it is the season, and I love Girl Scout mm. cookies so very much. And I'm not even really much of a cookie guy. I'm not really yeah, a big cookie I, monster I, in general. I'll, ag- I'll agree to I'll agree to not being a cookie monster. <laughs> now I know that we have a disagreement here. <laughs> My senior quote was, "You you guys know I'm not much of a cookie monster." <laughs> well, I was voted most likely to be a cookie monster, so we do have a disagreement. I, you're setting me up. So, so my go favorite cook by far is mm-hmm. the Thin Mint. I think it's an yeah. exquisite cookie, and you don't like them. Yeah, I don't. I don't like mint very much, especially not mint and chocolate. Like I don't like a peppermint patty. I <sighs> don't even really love an Andes mint. You are a freak. But I think Thin Mints are are to be honest, one of the single most overrated things in. Boy. Life. I'm eating one right now, and I am just boy. It's it's wonderful. And people that think that it's you have to have them like out of the fridge or freezer can rot in hell. I don't understand. Well, like it. That's I just. Mean, I mean, I just took them out of the fridge. They're much better when they're cold. No, man, that's crazy. What like melted like either no, room temperature not, or but sort it's not of a warm. melty type of cookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the chocolate, like, it's, nothing is a cold, you, there's, it's fine. It's not a melty type of cookie. Fine, I'll accept. There's no such thing as a cold type of cookie. It gets cold and hard. I don't but, want that. But the consistency goes really well with it. It's not, but it also doesn't get hard. I'm not, uh, freezer, I mean, I'm still going to eat it out of the freezer, but I'm, I like to fridge it, so it's just, it's cold. It's because yeah. mint, mint and cold, it's like ice cream, you know what I mean? It just goes well together. Oh, I don't, I don't fuck with a that. A thin mint is shit. not too much different than a scoop of mint chip ice cream which i also dislike god you know you just gotta go it just it's a mint and chocolate don't do it for me i don't know what to tell you it's I a mean, supreme it's, combination it's it's not that good all right well let's move on to something we can agree with yeah tagalongs tagalongs and samoas baby fuck me up oh, well i'm not a cocoa nut so <laughs> yeah okay so you ain't a cookie monster and you ain't a cocoa nut what are you then boy <laughs> yeah i'm a mint monster bitch <laughs> now listen up. okay the lemon ones I like them. I I like the lemon ones. I what, what I fuck with the lemon ones. Um, well, it depends, right? Some of them have regional names. Is that one of the regional name ones? Uh, what do you mean? Some of them have regional names. Oh, dog! Not everyone calls tagalongs tagalongs and samoas samoas, and not not because they're dumb. Right? I know there's it, there's like two different Girl Scout cookie companies, but they both call them Thin Mints. I know that for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if the lemon ones have different well, names. Well, let's find because out. like the tagalongs are called like peanut butter patties. <laughs> well, that is what I am. I'm a peanut butter patty. Yeah, you are. You are a peanut butter patty, <laughs> bro. There's so many that I didn't even know about. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of them. Girl Scout s'mores. Excuse yeah, those are me? fucking good. They are good. They don't make a bad cookie. Those Girl Scouts. So there's two different types of lemons. Baby, we got Savannah Smiles and Lemonades. Those are different. So, like, Lemonades looks like a little lemon shortbread one. And Savannah yeah, 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 Smiles yeah, yeah. are the ones that are covered in um, sh- powdered sugar. Yep. I'll tell you what. I like them both. Uh, I sure. Both I love cookies. them both. Uh, what do you think about the Dosey Uh Remind me what a... Those are like the... It's like a Nutter Butter, basically. 
Um, I like them. It's like a peanut just butter fine. sandwich. Yeah, I like them just fine. They're a little. They're a little. The cookie itself is a little dry. Okay. I'm looking at. So there's. They got slashes on them. So here we go. Dosey Dose slash peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. There you go. We got peanut butter patties slash tagalongs. We got shortbread yep. slash trefoils. Trefoils. Mm-hmm. And and. You know Samoa's other name? Uh, Caramel Delights. Big time, capital L though, and <laughs> so that one throws me off. Oh, that's weird as hell. I'll go through them quick. Is the problem? I'll eat a sleeve. If I pop a sleeve open, it'll be difficult not to eat the whole sleeve. I'm I'm reading a little article here. I mean, we we're just deep into Girl Scout territory now. Mm-hmm. These ones that are named different have are di- they taste different? Apparently, I don't think I've ever been able to differentiate. No, this says this is like showing me pictures, and it like it stacks like caramel delights and Samoas. Caramel <laughs> delight is more cookie than caramel, milkier chocolate cookie has vanilla flavor, whereas the Samoa heavy heavier caramel layer, darker chocolate coating, more toasted coconut. Well, I will say, brother, they have different that, nutritional. It's possible facts. that they do taste different, but if you're eating them once a year, you know. Yeah, By the it's time true. the next year comes around, it's you're not going to remember. You're not going to be like, "Ooh, I remember these being a slightly bit more milk chocolate." Yeah, agreed. What is your least favorite one? Last, last comment. Last comment on this, and then we'll, we got to move on. Well, it's got to. It's. I mean, it sucks because like least favorite one is still something that like I'll eat it, right? Right, but it's shortbread, right? No, it's it's. I guess shortbread, but it still might be the caramel, the Samoas, because I don't like oh, you bitch. I don't like uh, coconut, but I guess I would rather eat it than a shortbread. I'll suffer through the coconut for it. Shortbread. Is boring. Shortbread, I like to dip in Nutella because I'm I'm a nasty little boy. But uh, well, you're a peanut butter patty. <laughs> yeah, you you been knowing. You got a couple of peanut butter patties on <laughs> your hands. That could be an alternate title for this podcast: peanut butter patties. Yeah, that'll be the t- title for the Patreon released of this. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter Patreon. Ooh, now we're cooking. Hey Wilder, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. Can you pack your bags? Okay. <laughs> Do, pack uh, them pack all up. my bags right now. Pack them up. Okay, I'm packing. I'm packing them. Okay, I'm packed. Okay, because I have a surprise <laughs> for you. You and I are going okay. on a trip. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're saying goodbye to Girl Scouts. Thank you, Girl Scouts. Send us, oh, send us all Girl your Scouts. cookies, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. We're saying goodbye to this century because we are taking a trip into the Ronald D. Moore verse in <laughs> my hot spicy new segment, Figure It Outlander. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Figure It Outlander is a new segment that I devised based on Ronald D. Moore's other successful project, the hit show Outlander, <laughs> that I have been partially watching because my girlfriend is fully watching it. Oh, God. Do you want to know how this segment works or what? <laughs> I would love to. So, uh, Ronald D. Moore <laughs> created this show Outlander. That is based on a book. It airs on the Stars Network, so it's fucking steamy as hell. Because um, there's just, like, <laughs> a lot of premium cable antics going on there. <laughs> and this, just to give you a little plot summary of the story, a woman travels. A woman from post-World War II England, who was a nurse in the war, accidentally mm-hmm. travels back in time 200 years to the Scottish Highlands. I hate it when that happens. I know. That shit happened to me last summer, and it was like, yikes. How'd she do? How'd she travel? She touched a fucking stone. There's stones. There's like stones. What kind of stone? A big part of this, a big part of this, Wilder, this segment, and I apologize, but you're going to have to basically not ask me any questions because that's not what we're doing here. 
otherwise we'll be trapped in the Ronald D. Moreverse forever, and I don't want that to happen to either us or our listeners. I got bad news, bruv. We are trapped in the Ronald D. Moreverse. So, figure it out, Lander, is uh, where I read you three plot points from the show Outlander, one of which I have written myself and is not correct. It is not a plot point in Outlander, and your job is to figure it out. Um, okay. Which one I wrote versus which one's real. I'm going to try sure. really hard not to use, like, inflection and uh, to, to really tip my hat. And I, I cannot answer any questions until after the game is done. Okay. 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 So we have three plot points from the show Outlander. Here we go. Number one. The, 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 the main characters are Claire and Jamie. Claire is the woman who traveled back in time, and Jamie is uh, the Scotsman that she falls in love with. Claire manages to use her modern medical skills and knowledge of European history to alter the results of the Battle of Culloden between the Jacobites and the Redcoat Army, <laughs> thus replacing King George II. The ja- I know that you're laughing at Jacobites. That's actually what the army was called. <laughs> that's, that's why Scottish people lost that war, because they were Jacobites. <laughs> Okay, I have to stop. Okay. After the result, <laughs> alter the result of the Battle of Culloden between the Jacobites and the Redcoat <laughs> Army, thus replacing King George II with Charles Edward Stuart and changing history in innumerable ways. Okay, that's plot point number one. Plot point number two within 24 hours of her being back in the Scottish Highlands on her second trip back in time, someone attempts to rape Claire. She knocks him out while defending herself and then accidentally kills him while trying to perform brain surgery on him with a large drill. Okay? And then (laughs) plot point number three. (laughs) Plot point number three. In order to find her her love that has been driven into hiding, Claire travels the countryside making a name for herself by singing a song she makes up about Scotland, which is sung to the tune of the 1941 song Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy by the Andrews Sisters. And just a quick little editor's note, this show is fucking buck-ass wild, if you couldn't already tell. <laughs> so hold on. I No, I'm not allowed to ask questions, but I just need a clarification. Did you say on her second trip to the Highlands? Mm-hmm. So I can, so I can, a, she, let me, let me cruise through them one more time real quick. No, no laughs, I, just I a already know. Straight. It's you, the first one. The first one's fake. Why do you say that? Because I don't think you could have made up the, the last one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the second one uh, sounds like something that would happen in Ronald D. Moore's premium cable imagination. <laughs> uh, Wilder, you figured it out, Lander. You, yeah, it is the first one. Um, I I thought that that might. I was hoping by putting it first, you would be a little mesmerized by by Ronald D. Moore's <laughs> vast imagination in the second two, and it would mm-hmm. you would forget about the first one. It is also it would make it would be like sort of an interesting, an actual interesting set piece to be like, oh, she helps win the war for right. her lover and the, and family, <laughs> and then in turn, as time travel fiction goes fucks up everything in the future that does not happen they still lose that battle that battle does happen and they definitely lose it um (laughs) and those other two things are true god damn (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you under... Can you even... The plot in that third one where she sings a song set to the tune of a 1941 song by the Andrew sisters called Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Yeah, that's... So we made it out of the Ronald D. Moore verse alive this time. Uh, yeah, figured it out, Lander. Yeah, so that's the hot new segment. Any last quick hits on this? Uh... Um, I just have one. I have a quick hit. Okay, I, I think I got one too, so go ahead. Caprica is constantly staring at Ghoulie Ghosty Gaius. Yep. And I just want to know... What the other people in the room think she's doing when that happens. Yeah. Like, imagine if I was, if somebody was talking to you, and then they just turned their head and stared at the couch for a while, and then look back at you with, like, tears in their eyes. I'd be like, oh, you, you saw a ghost. You saw something. You saw a spook that's not there. Yeah. So, like, and sometimes I, I get it. Like, sometimes they, they set it up so it looks normal, where it's like, oh, she's staring off after saying something poignant, or, like, she's in deep thought. But sometimes it's just like... She is, like, her head is, like, fully turned. She's, like, looking over her shoulder. Or, like, there's the scene in Boomer's house where she, like, goes to grab a martini and does, like, a martini hand to nothing. (laughs) And it's like, huh, what, what going on here? Yeah, I don't know. The thing we forgot to mention is that Hera isn't even really Hilo and Athena's baby. Wait, what you mean? It's, it's. It's Ghost Gaius and Caprica's baby. No, I think that's bull. I think that's Ghost Gaius and Caprica being freak bitches. I think they're, I think they're like that's my baby. As in, like I don't think that. See, I don't think that Gaius, for all that he is, is uh, crazy. I I agree. I agree with you, but I think. Th- I mean, he is a little crazy because he's seeing a vision this whole time of Caprica. Right, but I feel like that's not his fault. I think that's like she's. No, she's putting him. She's putting herself into him. You know what I mean? Right, but he never says our baby. She says it. So if that's the case, then it's her, not him. No, he says our baby too. That's Does why. He? That's why the real Gaius is trying not to have it thrown out the airlock. Huh? Remember? Yeah. I think because he like he cares about this baby. I don't. Man, or is there not not ghost Gaius, but it's it's real Gaius and real Caprica's real baby. But how did it get inside Athena? Like she gives birth. Dog. We have we see a birth scene. Yeah, but I don't know that part yet. okay well (laughs) maybe they just put it in her you know i don't know how cylons work yeah it doesn't sound like you do (laughs) they just put it in or even just snuck it in but do you know what i mean it seems like why would there has to be a way that that could be done otherwise gaius and caprick wouldn't be like that's ours (laughs) you know what i mean yeah there has to be a way that that can be done in this world, not obviously on this earth, but in the in the more verse, in the Ronald Big Dick Moore verse. I like that also that we're acting like he wrote all this stuff like for this show and Outlander when both of them are actually just based on previous things that already existed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think it's Athena and Hilo's baby. I don't like think that i just don't why is gaius so interested in because it? i think caprica ghost caprica has like talked him into it being their their baby but i think their baby is like rightfully their baby or like the baby that we worked so hard to have made as opposed to like literally our baby mm-hmm. <laughs> i just don't get why why they would have i don't understand what why they wouldn't have just had the baby themselves if they wanted to Bro, have the baby. I just got to tell you, I, I opened that package of Thin Mints earlier, and I'm just looking at it, and I can't, I need to eat another one. Yeah, well. But it's going to be in my mouth, so the next time I talk, it's going to sound like there's cookies in my mouth. It's because you're peppermint patty. So go ahead <sighs> and eat your peppermint. And while you do that, I'll wrap this episode up. Thanks to Adam Fay for the art. Thanks to Bad Todd for the music. Uh, 
you know, do, wish us a happy birthday next time you see us, because we'll have already, it'll already have happened, and it'll be a belated happy birthday. And uh, I guess we'll give you Rich Jeff's phone number next time, because Wilder knows it, but his mouth is full of cookies. I can't give it to you right now, but there's cookies in my mouth. Oh my god, you're disgusting. Ha <laughs> ha